Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to Two Owls in One Pod. We'll be back with some new episodes in the near future. Right now, we're taking a little break due to the passing of Linda Romas Dorr, a great mother and sister, and a courageous human being. Thank you again for your support and for listening to our podcast. Well, 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 you stumbled upon our vault. We have some classic episodes here, although we did rename ourselves Two Owls, One Pod. Enjoy. Do not forget to rate and review us. Thanks for your support. you in the brig for what you've done, but I won't do it. Talking Dicks Comedy Podcast, the spin-off podcast from the web series The Two Dicks. I'm Al Ducharme, Studio City, California. One of these guys here is Al Romas in Tampa, Florida, and uh, today we have another special guest. Al, who is the special guest? Well, today we're continuing with our run of uh, chatty white guys, and uh, this is one of my favorite comics. He, uh, and you just mentioned it off air. He's a podcasting pioneer. Mm-hmm. He literally came in with the uh, the covered wagon back in 2000, and I'm going to say six. I'm probably wrong, but is it six? God damn it. And uh, I was there from day one listening on my little iPod. It's uh, the host of Never Not Funny, Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy! Jimmy hello. Hello, Al. Um you know, Al, to your point, uh, I remember you being uh, one of the very first people that actually gave us a review on iTunes. Uh, you uh, you said, it's Pardo in your ears, duh, or something along those lines. And um, uh, why <laughs> wouldn't right. you want this? It's Pardo right in your ears. It was something similar to that, and it uh, it always meant a lot to me. So thank oh, you for having me on your program. Yeah, it was so uh, such a new thing, and it was so cool. I didn't know, what, you know, podcasting, but I loved going on a plane or taking a car ride and uh and hearing you and uh, Matt and I think Mike Schmidt just bullshit around the old dining room table, uh, you know, for an hour. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And that, that's before is, that's Never cool. Not Funny. I enjoyed that. That's before Never Not Funny. It was called something No, that, else. Was, never, that, was, that was Never Not Funny. That okay. was the beginning of uh, Never Not Funny. That, it was always uh, the, the same name. Okay, cool. Yeah, the first year we were at the, uh, to Tales Point, we were at my dining room table. And then we moved to a studio that we moved to, uh, that we shared with somebody else. And then we, uh, we now have our own studio. And, well, I mean. One of us goes there. You know, we, the rest of us have been at home for the past, what, 15 months, year? Why is uh, that? Yeah. Why do you yeah. suppose Something's that going is? on, man. Something here in Los Angeles is show business. I don't want to bore you guys with it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, we have a lot of things we want to talk about, and uh, we like to jump ahead to see what you're doing right now and then come back and fill in in between, and it will be all over the boards. But uh, you're a pro. You've, you're, you're like lightning. You can handle all this, whatever's thrown at you. So what's going on right now? What's the latest thing that's happening right now? With you. In the world or in, in, with at you. my house? With, yeah, with your house. In the world of Jimmy Pardo. Yes. All right, my wife just did a, an online exercise class. I had my son give me a haircut, and uh, I think he did a great job. I did I did the uh, the uh, top and sides, and he did a nice blending in the back. He did a great... He's By the way, he's one years old. And I think you, he does a, <laughs> you give him the clippers and just go, yeah, have, him, have him go at it. And I that think he did a great good. job. So that's what's happening in my world at the... And, and uh, yeah, that's I it. Think, I think Al meant comedically, professionally, but... I don't know. I could be oh, there. I see. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's on me then. Have you done uh, any yeah. live performances yeah. in these parking yeah. lots and whatnot? Or, or no, no? I, I, I haven't. I know. I know you guys have gone out to, because uh, there's no rules, whatever state you guys are in, and uh, it's a hoax <laughs> to a lot of Al's people. down that, the road from you. I'm, I'm in Studio Florida, City, which is oh, you're not far from me. So have you? You haven't? Have you done any? I've yet? done outdoor events. I have no indoor stuff at all. I'm confused then because I see you guys on the same lineup on shows, and then it uh, I, I two years on- ago. 
Yeah. Two years well, ago. Sure. I yeah. see. Yeah. All right. We're milking yeah. it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Stay with it. I mean, yeah, it was a couple of years back. <laughs> you know, he doesn't care. Pre-pandemic. Um, I get it. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So you're doing the out, and I know Al's doing some indoors. And you're doing some just in closets, right, Al? You don't care at all in Florida. You guys just he is banging chicks. Other. He's unbelievable. I'm going out. I'm doing it. If they if they let us do it, I'm doing it. You know, I mean, uh, some clubs are 50 percent capacity. Some clubs are uh, 100%. Just come on in. It's 19 fucking, you know, 80 here. So, uh, you know, but I've done them and I'm vaccinated. And, uh, you know, what can I say? I want to I work and try to work. And I can't do the Zoom shows, Jim. I don't know how you are. I can't. They don't work for me. I can't sit down and just talk to the computer and see little heads muted. I can't do it. It's, it's not been, you happen. know, I, I've managed to make it work. And again, I'm lucky that I have this podcast uh, uh, audience. Uh, who yeah. are willing to come into my Zoom shows, and it's it, it it's really I found a way to do crowd work on the, on Zoom where I just talk to somebody and then I, I I let them request a story or a bit that they'd like to hear, and because I'm with uh, you, man. Like I watched a little bit, and I love this guy. I watched a little bit of Tom Papa's most recent one on Rush Ticks, and hmm. it's him doing stand up, and I can't like I couldn't <laughs> imagine anything worse. Like that standing there going, "Hey, thanks you guys," and then you hear the I just. So yeah. I found a way to make it work for me, but if it was if but I've turned down every uh, offer to hey want to come and do a set mm. on this show. Right. It's like good God no, I no. I've done a few right. back and, and forth. I've done the sit down chat, kind of like a doing stand up but sitting down, but not it's a conversation. And the ones that I've done stand up in, I just don't care for. But uh, so be it's, it. But it's weird. I've right? better I know at some it. people do it to work out their bits mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, and then you get the people who say, I'm good at it now. I kind of like it. It's like, what do you like? What do you like? Do you right. like sitting in your living room I have alone said that. I have said that. Light? This is a yeah, dig. This is a dig towards me. Awful. And it's I'm going to say it's good for my head is what I'm trying to tell you. No, it's not. It's terrible. Hey, Jim, uh, speaking, <laughs> you just talked about, you were just talking about your uh I'm going to mute you. You're muted. Work, doing the crowd work on the online show. Um, yes. I have a question about your stand-up. Yes, I'm sir. I'm a big fan, obviously. When did, I'd like to know, and I've never heard you discuss it, but uh, when did the act, you're doing stand-up comedy, you know, we all do an act, when did you make the switch to more crowd work? When did it become, I'm going to just basically do crowd work. How, how many years in, and it, what it, was the, was it organic, or was it like, fuck it, I got to do what I want to do, and that's crowd work. Here's what, it, it, it's, it's a two-pronged uh, manalishi. Uh, it's, uh, good. it's, um, when I was a when I was an open micer, uh, I did a lot of Richard Lewisy style stream of consciousness, um, just talking off the top of my head, uh, which also included uh, included some crowd work. So I I was very improvisational and very with the crowd as an open micer, and then I mm. got a booking, and I somehow got it in my head that I now have to quote unquote take this seriously and do an act. So then I I went to just kind of reciting my act to real tepid response like none for years for years like people thought i was painfully unfunny like i showed my wife a tape and she's like if i would have seen this i would have thought you'd have no future in this business that's how bad it was um and then it was it was actually new year's eve 19 uh, the, uh, the week of new year's eve 92 into 93 uh you know i started in late 88 uh, doing the open mics and then i got my first pay gig in march of 89 and then i quit my day job in july of 89 and so for, but I was, again, I, I was working. So people would always say, man, you're the funniest guy in the world. You're so fast. You're so quick. You're, you know, nobody's faster than you. Uh, and then you don't do any of that on stage. And I would, I would then go back to my hotel room 
and say, well, I'm making a living. What are they talking about? They're wrong. I'm making a living. So in 92, 93, uh, um, Chris Alpine was his name. He was a comic out of the Seattle area. I was working with him and his wife, and, uh, and he said, I don't know how he worded it, but he worded it in a way where it was like, where he's like, why don't you just go up on stage and do this? Do what you're doing at the dining at the table here in, in Denny's. And I, I literally, oh, this is no joke. New Year's Eve of '92 was the act, and then uh, we had New Year's Day off, and then the second of January 1993, I just went up on stage and started improvising and talking off the top of my head and working the crowd and wow. finding bits that way. And, yeah. Um, I, I thank Chris Alpine for that. I, you know, he's the one that, again, he said it, he said it in such a, a way that it was like, I get it. All right, do, oh, do this. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're, you're like, uh, <clears throat> like Pryor fucking leaving Vegas and driving and becoming a new Pryor and Carlin where he had that act and he grew his hair. It's like you're right, like, right. you have one of those moments where you just go, no, I, I know it, how to be funny, but I got to do it, you know. Yeah, it, uh, just material that who cares? I, yeah. And I, right, I, exactly. I was trying so hard to be Paul Reiser and Robert Klein, where it's like, right. uh, y- yes, some of that's in in me. It's, you know, they're they're both great comics, but that's not who I am. And uh, thank God, again. I, I, uh, and then I went through my angry Dennis Leary phase where everything, I got two words for you. You know, I said, shut up. You were smoking? You were smoking? Well, I was not so leather jacket? You had the leather jacket. Yeah. I had, you know what, I just had. Uh, Wait, if, for that. I remember I asked, I asked once, uh, he was coming to Chicago, and I said, I asked the booker of Zanies because he was also booking the Vic Theater, and I said, can I open up for Dennis Leary? He goes, nobody wants to see two of that. I'm like, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Got it. Makes sense. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. And that was, by the way, yeah. that was enough to shake that Dennis Leary-ish Thing. You know, I would Larry, hope so. Yeah. Larry Hicks, uh, Dennis Larry, Bill Hicks, that sort of, you know, uh, uh, and in my case, faux, edgy, awful, you know, just awful. Right. Well, remember all the Hicks guys, the wannabes that oh, were there in the 90s, happens. the clones and leather jackets. I mean, Leary was basically uh, a wannabe Hicks who kind of made it. But right. The other ones didn't make it, and they were on the road, and they were just, you know, just horrible, and uh, you know. Well, was, you're, uh, you're influenced by somebody, so that that's a natural way to go, you know. I think it is too. And to find your own voice, and then is the time exactly. It's the time then you find your own voice and you shake that loose. Like I remember one time, my mom and stepdad came to see me, and her review was, uh, "I enjoyed seeing Richard Lewis." Like that was her <laughs> review, and I was mad for a minute, and then it was like, you know what? Maybe she's right. Maybe I'm being a little too Richard Lewisy, but you find, you know. Eventually, you shake that loose and you become yourself. Was that hard to work with other comics, though? If you're emceeing or middling, doing crowd work, are they like a headliner? He doesn't want he doesn't want the middle act doing crowd work. Oh, He's dude. like, you know, oh, so what you do you know, do? You become a headliner, or how do you how do you do uh, that as a as a feature act? Say, that's kind of what happened for a while, Al. I, I admittedly, I I was ignorant to it, and I would do crowd like I did it in front of. Um, Oh, I, uh, I, what, what was his name? Tommy Sledge, the stand-up detective. Mm-hmm. And he, his entire crowd was being a, a you know, a 1920s detective, you know, a, walking around the crowd, talking to the crowd and doing crowd work. With dummy me, burned out the audience in front of him. You know, I would do 30 <laughs> minutes of crowd work, and then this poor guy's got to walk around in a fedora and a trench coat. I, don't re- I blame I don't that on Booker, though. That's, that's the booking. I don't. I don't know if it. I hear you. Al, I talked to this. Yeah, Al, but at that point, at that point, Jimmy's just a middle act. Like there's no thought. Ex- from exactly. Booker. I don't think there's any thought. I think it's. Uh, hey, we got to play. Oh, sure. I hear good things about Pardo. I've got an open week. Right. I'll put him with Tommy. Sure. So right. 
But I, again, I, I got in my car driving home from Fresno going out. That guy couldn't follow me. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> because you, you ruined it for him. You ruined his week. So it took me a little right. while to figure that out uh, of how that was unfair of me. And I kind of figured it out right at the same time as they started headlining me. And then when guys would do crowd work in front of me, I, I, I acted as if I was the great sage and I knew all. And, uh, you know, no crowd work in front of me. Um, because it, you know, uh, it's wrong, and it's not fair. Yeah. You know, if, if you're doing crowd work in the middle, and you guys know this, if you're doing crowd work in the middle, you're setting that. If that guy does crowd work, you've just ruined the show for him. If that guy doesn't do crowd work, you've ruined the show for him because the right. audience wants that. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. I always got the like I do crowd work too, but I always, I always, di- I, I get angry at the. It's not dismissive, but you know what I mean. Like some people, if you don't do it really well, like it, you know, where where people go, oh, you know, you do it well. If your guy does crowd, they're like, oh, what do you do, crowd work? You know what I mean? Like, like it's not comedy. You didn't write it. Right. Even though it's harder and better than a lot of written material. But, you know, did you find that coming where people were going, Jimmy, come on, what are you doing, crowd work? Or was it immediately like, no, that's what you should be doing? Well, you know what? I, I'm very lucky, Ellen, that, uh, you know, I, people always put me in those, you know, you're, you know, uh, nobody should be doing crowd work except for so-and-so, so-and-so, and Jimmy Pardo. So, <laughs> right. like, I got that very early on. Like, well, no, that makes sense. This guy, because people saw my act. They're like, yes, of course, don't, mm-hmm. don't do your act. For the love of God, don't do your act. <laughs> um, you know, they were, I mean, they were literally you still have, me. You still have one of my favorite lines ever, though, from your act. It's the, Which uh, is? Oh, I got a one of the mirror from the uh, oh Jesus uh, Christ! He's dropping the ball. I I panicked. I didn't expect to pull this. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Who's interviewing who? Won my old lady a deaf leopard mirror? Am I? You know the yeah right uh, the mayor. Ah, the what's the premise? He he doesn't uh, even pulling the uh, pulling the ducks out of the. Uh, the rusted gutter. What's my prize? Tetanus. That was one of the lines. <laughs> it was and a carnival. Then, you won your yeah. old lady uh, a deaf. Was it a deaf leopard? Mirror? It was deaf leopard. Yeah, it was a, a, oh, God, a deaf leopard that. mirror. That was like. I mean, really. What? A, what's a bigger piece of shit prize than a mirror that says deaf leopard with their low? <laughs> right. <laughs> Could it be any worse? It, it, well, it, uh, Leonard Skinnerd. So it could be somewhat worse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I'll go Skinnerd over Leopard. So well, I will Skinner. too, actually. I don't know why. I don't know why I took Skinner down. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, a plane, so, uh, did, but not you. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so was it a natural? Obviously, a natural move for you to go into doing warm up uh, for some of the big shows, the Tonight Show, and of course uh, with Conan. Uh, well, you know, I I did it. I got hired to do it a couple times, and I wasn't again. I wasn't good at it because I did it on a couple of shows that had paid audiences. And um, I just wasn't a good babysitter, and that's what those shows required. Um, and then when I got the call to do it for The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, uh, you know, initially I said I don't want to do that. Um, and luckily they talked me into it because I was there for seven years. Thank God they talked me into wow. it because it was the greatest <laughs> gig in the world. Um, but when it was at The Tonight Show, I still wasn't great at it. I think I almost went back to like what I, what I was talking about, about being a stand-up where I wasn't myself. I would kind of at first was doing an impression of a warm-up, and... Like, oh, I've seen them. They walk through the audience. They they do this. They do that. And um, and then I eventually just planted myself at the monologue spot where Conan would do his monologue. I would plant myself there and do it from there. And um, and then that's when it finally clicked. Oh, just do do crowd work. Do what you do on stage, you idiot. You don't have to, you know, uh, do an impression of a guy you saw warm up, you know, uh, uh, Golden Girls. Do you? And uh, and then uh, Jay Leno wanted his job back, and we all got fired. So I think it may have been my fault. 
I think yeah. I well, that was the, the rumor, I and I said, let's get him on the podcast and, and hear the yeah. True we want to clear that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's fact, but I want to say the second I figured out how to do be a good warm up for the Tonight Show is when uh, they said we gotta we gotta cut this show loose. <laughs> <laughs> and when you would warm up, and then Conan comes out, did you ever have to go back? For any on for anything or are you done after no that's the beauty uh yeah, the other shows i had done prior to that you'd have to do commercial breaks hey you guys are doing great keep right. your energy up you're doing great fantastic uh, but with conan he took it from the letterman uh and i think letterman got it from i forget who letterman learned it from but just you know my gig was and it was the great it expanded from eight minutes to about 16 minutes uh because i enjoyed doing it and they enjoyed having mm-hmm. me do it but at first it was eight minutes of me then I introduce the band. The band plays two songs. Then there's like a second of stop down. Then the show starts. And then that's it, man. Wow. Then it just moves. And um, he's got it. He had it down. And then uh, uh, so I never had to go back. I, I never had to go back out. And, oh, that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Cause I'm, was, and, no, but you didn't. You've done it. They, they, you know, they brought you in as to be you, not not one of those clowns and, throwing yes. candy and shit. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. And it also was one of those things like, you know, what I love about it, and again, it goes back to Letterman and whoever else was, you know, these people, they want to take a breath. Like they want to, they want, they want to use the commercial break like they do at home. They want to take a breath. They want to go, hey, I'm having a good time. They want to talk to their friend. They don't right. need to be stimulated the whole time. And then those shows that do that are just leave them alone. Give them a chance to just be real. Um, and so thank God Conan did the same thing. Oh, cool. Because I've seen some of the uh, sitcom warm up guys and it's a whole different animal. Oh, and, oh, yeah. and I actually have gone yeah. to a few of them, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to get the warm-up job. And I see the guy do it. I'm like, nope, <laughs> not for me, because uh, I probably couldn't long... do it. That's a long day. And some yeah. of them were fantastic at it. They yeah. are. They're they're great at their job. And it's and it's but it's a different it's a it's a different animal than what I was asked to do with Conan. Uh, and it's one like they the woman that. Uh, some big producer from uh, the show Mom, the, that uh, the uh, the Ellison Janney mm-hmm. uh, program, they saw me do it at Conan, and it was th- they were on the stage next door, and they came over and they uh, they called up my agent the very next day and said, "We want Jimmy to be our warm up. Uh, here's what we're offering." The money was bananas money, and it was on a Friday. We we weren't doing Fridays uh, for Conan, and I I still turned it down because I just couldn't. I couldn't be that guy. It, you know, it's a different animal than what I was asked to do. And, and the last thing I wanted to do was go show up and just not be me, even though I'm making it. Would, God damn it. It would have been great money. I would have, I would have done it for a couple <laughs> of months. Sounds like a mistake. I, I would have done it for a couple of months and got like a Tesla. A, I would have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's a horrible you know. error on my part. I should have done <laughs> yeah. that. Hey, listen, <laughs> this isn't working out. Well, you, you have pull uh, up in your Tesla. You have, you have uh, you know, I was watching the other night. I have a question about that. It was, you do a YouTube show, yes. Jimmy's Records and Tapes. That's right. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Jimmy's Records and Tapes, good show. Uh, I don't know if you've covered it during those or not. I was watching, watch, thinking, what is the first concert you've uh, you went to? My very first concert was yeah. uh, a Kiss with Judas Priest opening on the Dynasty tour. Wow, that's heavy. Kiss heavy, with Judas Priest. Are we, yeah. What are we? Uh, what year would that be? What are we going there? Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Yeah. Okay. And I remember my older cousin saying, because um, uh, he was, you know, he was old enough where Kiss was stupid, whereas I still was right in the pocket. And uh, he's like, you know, I, I guarantee you, two years Judas Priest is bigger than Kiss. And we got in a fight, and then he was right. So, it, uh, <laughs> but who's bigger now? I mean, really, Kiss. when you think of it, Kiss, Kiss is bigger. Yeah, Kiss Longevity is in the top wise. ten of all time. Don't you think? Yeah, like I the know. Time, yeah. top ten biggest bands. Whether you like the music or not, you I, can't deny right. how huge they were. 
hour. No, I agree. It was agree. it was gimmicky, and, but yeah. they they made it definitely a lasting impression on music. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and some of those songs yeah. have great pop hooks to them. I mean, they really have. Uh, you know, I mean, if you if you picked Kiss's fifteen best songs. Those are great songs. Beth, yes, I hear yeah. you calling. That is not one of them. No, 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 that, one sucks. <laughs> that song sucks. No, not even close. It's a comedy podcast. Hello. That's ah, awful. That not awful. right now. We're talking serious <laughs> music, Al. God damn it. God damn it. It's kiss. Oh, Disgusting. Damn. I want, my, uh, can my I? First, go ahead. My first Jump concert. In. I just yes. want to throw it out there. First concert, uh, White Snake opening for Jethro Tull. Madison oh Square Garden, 1982. So, yeah. Wow. And I didn't know anything. The old White Snake, not the, you know, the poppy MTV bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was heavy metal White Snake, but I didn't care about them. I had one Jethro. I had, I had three albums. One of them was Jethro Tull, and uh, we went to see him, and uh, it was fantastic. It was, you know, fan, uh, fan, still a fan of of Tull. I don't know if you guys, Jimmy probably. You hates know how they got their better. name, right? They got their name. They kept going to these open mic showcase clubs, and they didn't want you to come back too soon, so they just changed their name and. The night they were discovered uh, by a manager, they were told. They were told. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a great story. It could be a folk tale, but that's it's a good but story. I still love it. My yeah. first concert since I'm jumping love in it. on this, uh, 1979 yeah. as well. Uh, uh, my friend was in Wham. college. Wham! <laughs> no, that was his. No. <laughs> it was Earth, Wind, and Fire, and uh, oh, I wouldn't mm. have gone out and bought a ticket for that. But my friend, uh, he was in college, and he came home. He says, "I got uh, tickets for Earth, Wind, and Fire. We got to go." I'm like, "Okay," and we got high, and we went to go see it. It was amazing. It was amazing. They did magic. It, it was. They're, they're phenomenal. I've seen them several times. Wow, they're phenomenal. See? You know. Look at Al. Uh, he's quiet. Uh, Al's quiet. Uh, Wham. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, no, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm not a concert-going Earth, Wind, and Fire guy, but of course, they're, they're great. They're great. Uh, yeah. Al, I will, just to answer your question so that it's not a uh, phone left off the hook, um, uh, Andy Daly, the great, the brilliantly funny Andy Daly, invited me to see Jethro, uh, Jethro Tull with him maybe five years ago. They were uh, playing at the Pantages, and I could not go, and I've never seen them live. I like them very, very much. Um and, uh, d- d- uh, but I don't, you know, I, I, I can name three songs, but I do enjoy them when right. they come on, you know, like uh, Aqualung and, uh, you know, Thick as a Brick. Yes. I'd marry. Right. Great. Uh, then, uh, uh she said she was a breath. dancer. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, those are all those great. Are the, yeah. Yeah. I, I think five years ago, I don't know if I would have wanted because I, 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 in their heyday, you know, you had to see him play in the flu dancing, standing on one leg. Right. I don't know if he's, I don't know. He's about 80 now. You know, he's probably not. I don't know if he's standing anymore, even on two legs. And, you know, right. I don't know the flute. So, you know, maybe he didn't miss much. But I think know. he does it, but he uses a, a cane of some sort to just keep him propped up. I think that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't want Still, to one of my favorite nope. songs out of all of this whole entire conversation. Beth, I it, hear you oh, call. Jesus Christ. That <laughs> is. This conversation yeah. is over. Thank you. I said, come by. I just swing it by. Hey, here's what I'll say about it. two things uh, to, to build on. What, yeah. uh, number one, I saw Wham in concert in 1984, uh, and it was terrific. Uh, comedian oh. Mark McCullum opened up and uh, did well. The audience enjoyed him. Uh, so, do I know uh, him? Who, where, where, who's he? Yeah, Mark you McCullum. look. Look, like, I, he did. Uh, his big bit was he did. Uh, the Wizard of Oz in two minutes or something, and he would do all the impressions and stuff. And uh, oh. he did very, very well in front of the Wham crowd. And- <laughs> Didn't uh, who was the guy? Who was the guy who died a few years ago? He was kind of homeless, living in Vegas. Uh, God damn, who's and uh, 
he had that bit too, and he used to sell it to people to really? comics for for drug money. Doug uh, Ferrari, that guy? No, no, though. God, he 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 worked for uh, Kep, Bob Kephart. Used him a lot, basically just to keep him alive. But he would died at a little hotel, and Larry Charles from Seinfeld and Curb, he made a little video, a movie about him, like a 30-minute movie was on YouTube, really? where he filmed him in, in like a shitty motel room, because he was dying. He was going to commit suicide, and Larry knew him from 100 years ago. So they, I don't know if it's still out there. Someone told me they pulled it, but it was a wild little movie uh, showing him <laughs> living in just a seedy motel room. But his bit was the The Wizard of Oz. It was that Really? characters and and i heard he used to sell it to guys uh for drug money and then the guy would think it's his and then of course he would sell it to another guy and another right. guy and another guy so this this guy you saw open for wham you know it's possible it's that could have been uh whatever name bit i can't pull the name of the guy i, I can't know. pull it out I'm, I'm disappointed yeah i can't i can't he's, I, pretty good. he's pretty good at pulling it you know so yeah but he uh, uh okay. he's a an old dead guy i you know i ah, fuck i can, don't know can I ask you this? I know you just tweeted about your wife getting a gig with Rain Wilson on yes. on on uh, his new alter ego podcast. Is it a, a character? Yeah, he's doing a character called Terry Carnation, and the uh, podcast is called Dark Air with Terry. It's like an Art Bell sort of character, and it's uh, he, uh it's almost like a behind the scenes of his life podcast. Uh, it's really funny. It's really really funny. That's they great. Got a lot She's, of uh, talented people involved. So you guys both have nice gigs during the pandemic. That is awesome. Yep. Very lucky. Can I Very ask lucky. you about your famous father-in-law? Is that is sure? That, yeah. It, it, what's it like? I don't know. He's he's he played. Of course, he's famous for playing uh, Chekhov on the original Star Trek series. But uh, he's he's working now. I mean, the guy's been working for forty years, fifty years, um, fifty six, sixty. Yeah. 60 well, years? there you go. I, my, yeah, my information um, is old. It, uh, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I'm not a Trekkie, you know, so when I started dating uh, Danielle and people are like, you know, that's Walter Koenig's daughter. I'm like, okay, I, somebody walk me through who Walter Koenig is. You know, I didn't know. Him. <laughs> um, so, All right. You know, so when, that relationship is pretty good. It was, you know, when I met him, it was just, I was just meeting, a, a, you know, another girlfriend's dad. You know, I, but now that said, he's got his hands and feet at the, at the Walk of Fame in Hollywood in front of the Chinese theater. He's got a star on the Walk of Fame. So. Like that part is crazy when you think about like how iconic he is with that with Star Trek and but I was actually more excited he since passed away sadly but her her brother uh, was Andrew Koenig who played Boner on Growing Pains and he was a great comedic actor he uh, and he walked away from sitcoms but uh, he was great so when I met Andrew uh, it was like holy shit that's Boner like I was that that was more exciting to me uh, but. Uh, I'm not a Trekkie guy, so yeah. Okay, and no, I just thought Me it was either. kind of a cool fact. Oh, it is. I 100% yeah. think yeah. it is. I think it's 100% cool. Uh, but, you know, at this point, you know, I've been with Danielle now for 22 years or whatever. To me, he's just my, you know, he's just my father-in-law, sure. who's a great-grandfather, and so on and so forth. Oh, that's cool. That's um, cool. Breaking news. Whoa. Adam Les Adam Leslie. Adam Leslie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes mm -hmm. that was the comic. So, yeah, yeah. Damn. So I wonder, this Mark McCollum, I wonder if he bought Adam Leslie's uh, Wizard of Oz I can't answer that. I won't answer it. I want to. <laughs> is Mark McCollum still? A, a, do we know? Is he? Does he perform? Is he? I don't know. I worked with him idea? several times over the years. I worked with him in Columbus, Ohio, and then again in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and wow. we got along very well. We got along well. Isn't it weird how you can remember where you worked with a comic? Like crazy for no right? reason. There's no reason for that to to go. Oh yeah, we worked together at Go Bananas, and you go, what the fuck? Why do I know that? You know, right. it's strange. But Al, where did we meet first? Thing. Where, where did we meet first, and what color are my eyes? 
you and I, uh, I don't know. I don't Son know where we bitch. met, to be honest Son with you. Bitch. Somewhere in New York City, uh, you, you and Brian Frazier were running around, and I, I didn't like both of you. I thought, yeah. you, were, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just loud perfect, and Perfect chemistry for this, this podcast. I I, I, no, you know, because I was in the, in the more observational, dumb spot, you know, comic thing, quiet, and you guys were just kind of freaked me out because you were noisy on stage. And Brian <laughs> Frazier walking up there, look at my wingspan. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't. Okay. This guy's. Uh, Let's you know, move so on to that, Jimmy. I don't know uh, when. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, Here's the truth. Al, can I just jump in with this? Go. The first time I heard your name, Al Deshane, is uh, you, worked my, you worked with the aforementioned Mike Schmidt at one point. Um, and I forget where, but he came back saying that I worked with this guy and he's hysterical. So uh, I, I the, remember the compliment. I don't remember the gig. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, it, uh, maybe, maybe he might be know? thinking of uh, Robert Duchesne. That's probably. Oh boy! You're, you're oh, out. But, that, but that's cool. That's, <laughs> that, that's totally cool. You know what? We'll fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> I've seen you. Uh, well, I saw you at Chris and Tess uh, McGuire's Christmas party, but I also saw you at Alex Alexander's uh, Pez show. Uh, and oh you my did, God! You were the, uh, was my I, wife a, a I, performing or was I? You well, you were. Oh, so you were great. You're just great. And it inspired me to go back another time and actually do it. And I didn't have Oh, you did it as well. I didn't have quite the success that that you did. But I was uh, I said, I want to do this again. And then it disbanded. I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, she was one of the first people, Alex, uh, to do the, the, the storyteller-style shows yeah. that became a big thing here in L.A. right before the pandemic. But Alex was doing it prior to that, and it was, boy, it was what a, a nice uh, welcoming invite. I believe that night I told the story about the first time I got to second base with a girl. Mm-hmm. I think that was the story that I told and how the knack was playing and how, uh, if you look back, how weird it was that she was in high school and I was in eighth grade, and uh, that's young for any of that nonsense to be happening. Uh, but yeah, that was the story. I told well, you were ins- inspirational and not saying, oh, if he can do that, I can do that. I was like, OK, I'm going to give this a shot because you did it so well. So compliment. Take oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but when I this could, all uh, <laughs> when this all ends, Jim, the uh, pandemic, when it's all done in a sense, will you look forward to uh, going back on the road, doing some gigs? Or are you kind of like, you know what? Uh, I like being home. This is OK. I, some comics well, seem like they're done. They might not go back. I don't know the answer. I, you know, obviously, obviously, I'll have to go back. It'll be, you know, that. Yeah, I mean, you guys know it's comics. You know, we have right. to do this. It's something we have to do. It's not like, yeah, I kind of enjoy doing this, and I'll go back. But I don't ever want to be the guy lugging luggage through the airport just to make a paycheck. I don't want to be that guy. I oh, still shit. want to be able to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, so, Al, you that, just described right. Al and I. I'm going to be knocking on mom's door next door to your Conan. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> But uh, uh, heard there's an opening. You know, I, no, because a, a lot of guys are like, you know, ah, I'm not going. I don't think I'll do it. You know, like I'll perform in town when I have to. And but the idea of the going on the road, going to you know Davenport or whatever, that seems like at this point, some guys are like, I'm not doing it again. I've, I've learned I don't. I know. Okay, like Joe Yannetti. I don't want to do it. Okay, Joe Yannetti. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are <laughs> Joe Yannetti. <laughs> wow, you can pull you, that, but you we don't know what's going to happen. We 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 may have people that are out of it that might come back in. So who knows? There might you know, be opportunity. Look, well, I, we we just assume Seinfeld was done, and this dickhead comes back and takes gigs. <laughs> he so be done. He he was at Gotham last night. The first, he calls Gotham. He goes, "Can I be the first comic on stage?" Was he? And they're like, "Of course." So he's a Gotham. It's like, dude, real. You come on. All these comics in New York City have been waiting a year and a, 
Jerry Seinfeld has to go up and he loves you know, he stand loves there that and, stage. He, he's a technician. Uh, and, fuck that. Fuck. <laughs> was he? No, is he stealing not. somebody's twenty five dollars spot? What do you say? I, I don't think he has to be there the first night. I think you know uh, whether well, just the city. If it's going to inject, if it's going to inject the comedy scene, I, I don't see a problem with that. I think people were going anyway without Seinfeld, and you know, all right, you're you're one hundred percent right. Okay. No, I, I I just don't think he had to be there last night. That's all. Okay. Jim, your thoughts on that? I'm, I, 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 uh, I agree with you. Um, ah, I, 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 to me, I see it as a publicity stunt on his part. Thank you. Uh, I understand the club probably likes it because they, they also get the press out of it. So, yep. uh, But you know what, Dave? I don't know. Jerry. Uh, no, I, I opened up the New York Post app today, and it's like the fourth little picture under, you know, somebody's murdered and the world and pandemic and then Seinfeld at Gotham last night. Right. All right. Really, you both convinced you me. You had to be there. Fuck your me. arguments convinced and, me. He's an asshole. I do that's think right. he has taken a spot away from a comic, a guy that's yes. been, been itching to get back on. That ne- By the way, that needs to pay his bills, that needs to get on stage and work out his act so that when he goes back on the road, you know, he's got some chops. So Jer- I mean, what's Jerry yes. prepping for? Uh, I don't know. Another gazillion? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Okay. We're, uh, we're all in agreement. I see, your, I see your arguments. Yep. I see them. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. I, I really I, – I, I, obviously, I'll have to go back, but I, I don't – it uh, the idea of getting up, you know, because every you know, I started on the, in the Midwest, so all my and my agent to this day, T.J. Mark Walter, he was an mm. East Coast guy who now works on, lives on, you know, the gigs are all in the Midwest and out east. So in order for me to make those, I gotta get, yep. you know, I gotta get on a four o'clock in the morning flight, right. and it's you know <laughs> right. that's just exhausting. Mm. So mm-hmm. that part of it is not appealing. But I, I you know, look here come, come twenty second half of this year, I can see, you know, well, geez, I gotta get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what what year when you were on the road? This is a question. I was talking to another comic recently. Uh, just thought maybe it'd be interesting. What year were you when you were on the road traveling, you know, where you just you're a headliner. So you stay in a comedy condo, you stay wherever. What year were you at what point where you were like, you know what, I, I can't do the condo anymore. I want a hotel. Oh. I want a nice hotel. I can't do that. I want, you know, like I want to be comfortable. When, when you felt when like should you we say that. this? When should yeah. we say when this? does that happen? Uh, <laughs> I do remember that uh, that I I would always say I would say to TJ, you know, uh, I don't care about a raise. Just get me in a hotel. That's all I care mm-hmm. about. Like I mm-hmm. uh, and so it must have been maybe I was 10 years in and I just had like three bad condo experiences in a row mm-hmm. where like somebody I'm definitely allergic to animals. And like the week before somebody let their dog be part of the condo and uh, <laughs> or the other guy smokes and I don't, and that's awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eventually I, I just was like, I mean, it's gotta be maybe like 2000, maybe right around two, like so oh, maybe okay. 20 years time. ago, but it took a while. Yeah. 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 And so I always love when they go, no, this one's a good condo. This one, you're going to like, <laughs> this one's a really nice condo. It's like, I, I know it's not I, without even, go, I know it's not a really nice condo it's because impossible. it's the behavior of the yeah. last comic. And, right. and, and you know that yeah. that's probably not going to be a good thing. You know, it's a, no, and John Fox staff or, cleaning it or <laughs> whatever they do. And, you know, I, it's no, it's awful. So. Have they ever in your case, uh, whenever, you know, like when you, when you show up at the club and the waitress will call, the, 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 or the club staff person that comes up to you and they'll say, I hear you won't stay in the condo. And I go, yeah, I just can't do it. Like, <laughs> and then they're like, well, I'm the one right. that cleans it. <laughs> okay, yeah. but I go. It's not about you. I like I, you know that. Is, I, I I like my space. I like just being able to be in a hotel where I don't have to deal with other yeah. people. Like that's my yes. downtime. Uh, yeah, but I do a real nice job cleaning it. Like they get offended. They're it's giving like, you a, a stink eye for right. the rest of the week, and then yes. uh, they You're then right. they hand you your yes. food. Here, 
Yeah. Good luck. Oh, here's the guy yeah. that thinks he's too good to stay at the condo. Well, first of all, yes, I do. Enjoy Secondly, the mail. It has nothing to do with you tucking in a sheet. I don't want to be in there. There was uh, what was the guy in Lansing, Michigan? There was a club. Uh, and you Frank Stevens. The yeah, big fat guy, and uh, he had a like an old house oh. he stayed in, and it was dead of winter. On the, it was ice cold. There was no heat in the place. The middle act. I, he was he's wrapped up in blankets when I get there at four in the afternoon, and I go, "What's going on?" He goes, "There's no heat." So I go, "Well, we can't stay here. You know, I'm not going to stay here." So I went and got a hotel, and then that night did the show and told uh, Frank. You know, I can't stay at the the house. There's no uh, there's no heat. Will you, you know, pay for a hotel? And he's like, well, why would I pay for a hotel? I'm giving you I'm giving you a condo. But you're not. And I said, I go, well, there's no heat. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I didn't hear uh, whatever. Because I didn't hear him complain. <sighs> you know, the other guy. I go, we yes, I know he didn't complain. He stayed. But I can't. It's ice cold in there. He's like, eh, you know, uh, I'm giving you that. I'm not giving you a hotel. I had not wow. you know. Yeah. So that That's was one you. of those where you just go. Exactly. You mm-hmm. go, you know what? I don't want to come back. Fuck it. I'll just do this week, and uh, who cares? You right. Know, yeah, I've thing. spent a majority yeah. of my pay on a hotel a couple of times just because of right? that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to, especially if you're over 20-something years old. And you, well, that's you, the other you, thing, too. Well, it's, no. it's no, you get to be an adult. It's not a, you're not in a clubhouse anymore <laughs> where it's fun. Like, oh, this is fun. The three comics, we, we stay up till four in the morning doing bits yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually you're just like, you know what? I'll see you guys tomorrow. You know, it, 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 <laughs> right. uh, Did you guys ever right. work that gig? I will, I will never remember the name of it, but it's in Painesville, Ohio, where you stay in the house behind the club, um, and there's a family living downstairs, and you stay upstairs, but you have to use the shower downstairs. <laughs> no, no. It is no. Uh, uh, comedian Tony Boswell wrote on the wall. They wanted you to sign the wall. Oh my god! And, and by the way, the club was great. It actually, the audiences were great, and the club was beautiful. It was like a, a theater, and. Um, Tony Boswell wrote on the wall, uh, great club, great staff, and a place to stay. Oh. And <laughs> it was, it, it just nailed it perfectly because it was the, it, you just, it, uh, it, yeah. It, oh. But isn't that amazing? Like, I know comics always say it, like, no other business would anyone do this. You know, like, no other traveling salesman, they don't put them up in a, but it is weird, like that club owner. It's a good club. It's good, but they think that this is acceptable. This is right, fine. and it's not. You know? That's the other thing. It's like, what, what, what? Would you stay here? Right. You know, that's. Mm. I remember saying that to some club owner. I go, yeah. would you stay here? And they're like, well, I, I don't know if I would. You know, but you guys are different. This is what you. You guys are like nomads. You guys are bouncing around. This is. It's part of your lifestyle. Go, but it's not. We don't want to. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, some guys might yeah. say it is. You know, because they think it's cool to say that. But no, we don't want to live in right. filth. We want to be. You know, <laughs> Treated like human beings. I'm not the elephant man. <laughs> I, I was in a situation where the condo was horrendous, wow. and I went to the manager. I said, hey, the condo's horrendous. I already grabbed a hotel room. I go, just so you know, if you guys want to pay for it, that would be awesome. And they're like, well, we got the condo. And I go, look, there's roaches. There's ants in the bed. I videotaped it on my phone. Holy Here's the shit. ants. I go, I'm out. I, I'm totally out. And I said, I'm staying at the, what is it, La Quinta? La, La Quinta? Yeah, uh, I'm staying down there. Yeah. Da, 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 and then they, they come back and said, "Okay, the owner's going to uh, take care of your hotel room. We apologize. We're going to get it all cleaned up for the next next week." Oh wow! Great. And then I find out he owns the hotel that I'm staying in, so it didn't cost him anything. <laughs> he was doing me a favor. <laughs> well, why <laughs> wouldn't the whole time there? Yeah. I agree. It was it was a little further uh, away. It was like an extra three miles. But who uh, gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that day, you know, there was a there was a condo. Speaking of uh, roaches, there was a condo in Oklahoma at the the old Jokers. Uh, that was walking distance to the club. It was, you know, it was, uh, a nicely located condo. 
And um, uh, uh, George Campbell, who's a great comic, you know, lives in uh, Minneapolis, I believe. But he he picks me up at the airport, brings me to, to the condo, and on the condo door is the notice from the exterminator that they just uh, exterminated. So wait until 3 p.m. to go in for you know so that you don't get poisoned. And then so 3:01 we open the door, and I'm not kidding. It the, the floor was just like the carpet. You thought it was carpet, and it wasn't. It was cock, dead cockroaches. <laughs> Like, on the entire floor. And so George's like, we got to go talk to the owner. And they're like, well, if you want to stay with George, you can. Otherwise, you'll stay at the condo. And it's like, what? The, what? They go, well, we exterminated. Like, it's fucking infested. You can't let people stay there. And, uh, and But they, they thought I was the asshole. Because then other comics, like, weeks later, they go, hey, what kind of stink did you make a joker? It's like, a stink? I wanted to be treated like a person. <laughs> and and yeah. the guys that don't say anything because they want that gig, they want to come back. That, that's Because it. they're snorting cocaine and banging waitresses. They'll put up with everything, and then we have to deal with it because nobody says anything. Right. Yeah. And you nailed it, Al. It's all about, I want to come back. They're all panicked that they're not going to get rebooked because they stood up for themselves. Well, they're and in they're... fear. All these comics live in fear. I mean, everything. Yeah. You know, it's all scared if you say anything. Can't, don't say my name. Don't do this. <laughs> right? It's like, well, all right. Well, look, you, why do you want to come back? How great I don't that? want to come back. Don't you say know? my name when somebody goes, uh, oh, you know what? You should work, uh, you know, uh, Johnny's. And they go, oh, will you put a name in? But I don't, yeah, you're going to try, but don't use my name. But uh, just, uh, it's like, then why'd you bring it up? Exactly. Oh, it's a great room. It's a great room. Oh, oh yeah. Johnny's. I want to go to Johnny's. I By the way, Johnny's is great, guys. But, Phil, I, I would would very go. serious. Do not use I my name. I wouldn't mind going. No, <laughs> Do not well, use my like name. All right. I want, get a, get like on your own. Send him a tape. Or a tape. Uh, shit, I'll send a, I'll drop a tape in the mail tomorrow. All right. Johnny will love it. Johnny will love it. We we talked we talked about what's next, uh, but do you have anything? Uh, uh, I mean, obviously your podcast is keeping you pretty busy. Never yeah. not funny. Uh, um, what what is your next foreseeable live gig? Any anything? Uh, 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 summer? You know, I don't know about I don't know about live, uh, but I am doing uh, some other. Uh, I've been uh, added to this uh, online show that's now called Pop Culture, where it's a pop culture game show, uh, where I just uh, judge and I uh, make fun of comics and. Uh, have fun. So that, uh, and we're doing that on once a month. I think next one's April 10th. Uh, so I do you that. Judge, you're judging stand up? Are you judging? They, they, what are you judging? Do, these comics do like these little challenges, like uh, and they answer, you know, kind of uh, throw down. Uh, I, boy, I'm not good at explaining this. Maybe I'm not the right guy to be. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you're on the show or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> you don't seem to know much. We have Schubert in the wings, by the way. You're judging we're, something. We're getting all the Jimmy stuff. We'll bring Burr in. Yeah. Do me a favor. Uh, Al, yeah. will you mention my name to Johnny? Because it seems like i got to work that club, it turns out, because I don't know what I'm doing with this pop culture at all. I will mention your name to Johnny. No doubt about it. Uh, mm -hmm. For instance, on the last show, one of the challenges was using uh, the stuff in your kitchen, re uh, reenact a scene from a movie. And so the comics would use, you know, forks, knives, cucumbers, and, and reenact the thing in a movie. And then I would uh, either compliment it or make fun of it. So... That's the sort of thing. And the truth is, it's it's just nothing but fun. It's just mm -hmm. people uh, enjoy it. That so, sounds like it's right up my alley, Al. I'm surprised you didn't slam it and then say, Ducharme should do it. No. Oh, sounds pretty good. Sounds, sounds oh, nice. Oh, my God. You're being... Oh. All I right. Like fine. It. We have a guest. Sounds okay. Good. Sounds good. He usually just <laughs> shits all over me for something like that. Okay. Cool. No. you. It, it's it's no, great it sounds fun. fun. No. Sounds I, I mean, meaning that I would find it to be fun and... Okay. Yeah. It is fun. It, it, it sounds uh, fun. I don't know what your problem is. All right. I have problems. I have a lot of problems. So, Jimmy, tell us all the places we can find you. And, uh, again, you just you plugged a date there, April 10th. You'll be judging that. Um, yes. And then I'm – I can't talk. <laughs> Fix it uh, in post. 
hang on a second. Uh, I threw I, you I'm, off. I'm, I threw him off, Al. Now I'm panicked like uh, like it's a uh, like Al with Def Leppard. I'm in a huge panic. <laughs> uh, April sixteenth. It was your joke. Next... I'm just trying to. I know it was. Your uh, joke. I, my, I even got old lady. By my old lady, I, or I wanted my old right. That was part of the the, the funny there. By my but, old old lady, a Def Leppard mirror, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was a great uh, listen. It's a joke that uh, I think the last time I did it was 1999 on Premium Blend. Uh, All right. So I can't remember it. I apologize. I do remember the concept, but I don't know the words that made it funny. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the last uh, time I probably saw it. So yeah, I know I mean, it was. A, uh, Although it might be on one of your recordings. I have. Uh, it I have may some, be on a digital recording recordings. Yes, I think it might be on. A, I don't know which one. Wait, Romus, on Uno. Romus, did you do Premium Blend? No. See, I everybody did, uh, did it except for me uh, and you. All right. Okay. Yeah. But that was that was so. the big credit. Remember by Premium Blend? That was of course. That obviously yeah. gave you a nice little feather in your cap. Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm talking to I'm, I'm oh. talking to Jimmy our guest. Oh, Jimmy Pardo. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was enjoying uh, the two L's talking. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, uh, I'm I saying it was a nice your... feather in your cap. To... It was. You know, they. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I remember Nick Griffin was on another show, and I. I remember doing very well with, I could see the audience in the front was laughing like crazy, but I really wasn't hearing a lot of laughs. And so I remember coming off stage and saying to Al, did I carry the room at all? Did, did, like, did, 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 did the people in the back enjoy me? And he goes, no. <laughs> but I knew it. Like I set myself up for that answer because I could tell, like, why are these people really laughing? But I'm only, like, this room's got 1,500 people, but I'm literally hearing 50. And the, but the 50 were into it. Um, well, they sweeten that yeah, all. They, they sweeten it all during in post, you know. So. Yeah, it, it looked all right. So if you ever find that clip from '99, was that uh, shot? And in New here York? it is. That was uh, in New oh. York. <laughs> uh, it was at New York. Yeah, at uh, at, at a famous uh, theater, African American college. I want to say. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know where that is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's the other thing that happened on that. Uh, uh, as we were being brought from our hotel to the theater in a van, the guy who's driving the van put it in reverse, and hit an old lady oh. and knocked her down. And then uh, Retta, the, the comedian Retta, and I said, dude, you got to stop. You just hit a person. And he's like, uh, no, if I do, uh, you guys won't get to the theater in time. And, I, and we're like, I think they'll understand. You just hit a person. And he's like, I can't go back. If you're not on time, I'm going to get fired. I'm like, you're, you hit a fucking human being. Oh, my God. And Yeah. So And so I've had, like, literally, I've had guilt since 1999 about this. That she was I okay. Did, uh, she was fine. She's fine. I have to assume she's okay. I, yeah, she was fine. And uh, you got your premium blend set. I think uh, I'm with the driver on this. <laughs> He's fine. We got to deliver some comedy and uh, and give these people some of their premium blend. So yeah, it was awful. It I was like awful it. hearing a human being because it's a van. So you heard like the the, oh. the echo oh. of the back door hit like like what was that? And, oh. <laughs> anyway, well, that's then, our hey, podcast. Go be, go be funny. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Flappers on April sixteenth is, is my next uh, one of those. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 so I can go shows. on. I can go on this show. I can. Uh, I can buy it. I can go in, and then I can say, "Hey, Jimmy, do the uh, Def Leppard mirror bit." Can I if do you that? Get cho- if you get chosen uh, by mm-hmm. the producer, oh, I gotta get. Uh, we, I would then go, hey, Al, how are you? Chit, chat, chit, chat, chit, chat. Do you have a bit you'd like to hear? And then you go, yeah, tell about you going to the carnival. And then I go, ha, ha, that's fun. And then I go, okay, let's see if I remember this. And then I muck it up. And everybody laughs at me mucking it up. Oh. 
Uh, Sounds good, huh? I don't don't think I'm doing that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Commander. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Hang on a second. Did you just call me Commander? I did. I'm not going to lie to you. It may be my most favorite thing in the history of the world. The idea of calling somebody Commander is... It's a New England thing. I think it's a New England thing. Very quick. Well, you're the Commander. You're the pioneer of the podcast. You inspire us. I'm not a Commander. You're the Commander. (laughs) Gelensible (laughs) to Hadenwund. Jesus Christ! We're not going Nazi on this. I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm a fly, I'm on the fly here, man. The uh, real fast before we go, the, the hardest I ever laughed with my uh, with my dad. We were in a hardware store, and uh, this old man comes in and yells, "Where are the hammers, chief?" And it was the funniest thing because it was like, "What a disrespectful way to talk to any human being." And we just got a kick out of it, my dad and I. So uh, that commander reminded me of that. Okay. <laughs> Al, do you have anything to add stories. before we leave? No, I was just thinking that maybe think of the who was the Boston. I'm always thinking of these bits. Who was the Boston comic who used to do the bit about going to the deli and how if you don't have a nickname, they'll assign you one. And so it's like, hey, uh, what, what can I get you there, Chief? Oh, Italian, Frank uh, Salamita. I'll, I'll, Frank Salamita. Salamita. Okay. Friend. I'll take a ham sandwich. What else? What else, what Governor? Yeah, that, that's uh, it. A, it's it's a New know, England get a thing. Coffee, get a coffee. And a, okay, Chief, what else we got? It's like, and it's never enough. You always have to, there's always something else. You can't just ever buy a newspaper and a sandwich. You got what a else? doctor. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jeff's All right, All right, out. Commander. Thanks, Jimmy. My pleasure. Thank you, Jim. Good luck in prison. Don't forget to review us and rate us. It really helps. The Talking Dicks became friends at a very young age, and the rest is history. I'm losing my mind. Patreon.com forward slash The Two Dicks, which is named after our web series. This is the Talking Dicks comedy podcast. Thanks for tuning in. What? Done. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. We'll fix it in post, you son of a bitch. Okay, show them. <laughs> Subscribe, Mary. slash forward the two dicks. If you shoot me, you won't see a cent of that money. Why? I think it ends on that. That's that's beautiful.